about to show about D.A.R. Are you with me? It's show time. The host fine. We smooth like wine. And I'm looking at my watch. It's about that time. We just make you want to dance all night long. You are now tuned in to DAR Sports Media, and we are here for a very special end-of-year edition, end-of-year awards. We've got a panel of esteemed guests uh, kicking things off. We've got YouTube streamer, YouTube content creator, Twitch streamer extraordinaire, Devin the Dude at Passing the Sticks on YouTube, and Devin underscore Dude on Twitch. He is the man, Devin Dude. We're so excited to have him. We also have a wrestling fan of many years. I won't age you too much there, there, Ange, but a wrestling fan of many years. She walks to a little beat of a different drum. She might have some alternative stuff to talk about. My dear friend of also many years, it's AVD, Angie. And of course, we have the true guy riding with us tonight. We're rolling with our... End of year awards, wrestler of the year, match of the year, show of the year. It's been a pretty interesting year in wrestling. Uh, some things trending up, some things trending down. Uh, I wish everything was trending up, but maybe we'll get there pretty soon. Um, Dev, we'll do you first in the lineup, man. What are you thinking for your wrestler of the year? Wrestler of the year. That's a tough one. So for me, I, I so I guess preface. So I think we talked about this in our Survivor Series retrospective. Definitely recommend y'all watch. Um, but in the like first half of the year for me, I kind of suffered from like wrestling fatigue. So I took a bit. Like I've I've kept up with it. Um. So, but but for like the first half of the year, I kind of dropped off after about SummerSlam or whatever. But I so I don't. I'm not certain who I would pick as like my like wrestler of the year. I don't know if anybody specifically. I'm gonna be honest, like I haven't felt like anybody like there's been some really hot acts this this you know this year, but I don't I haven't really felt like anybody is really like is really doing anything, I don't know, special. I don't know. I feel like I feel like 2023 has been really a, a continuation of 2022 as far as just a lot of the big storylines, the drama. I, I don't know. I feel like a stopgap year for me. So I can right. give you a like a lot of I, I can't really name like a, a specific person who's like, oh yeah, this is the one. I can give you like moments and matches and stuff. Yeah, well, okay. So what match springs to your mind right out of off the bat when you think back over this last year? Uh so this is the this is the first year we've got international pay-per-views back both in WWE and AEW. We got um backlash in Puerto Rico. Uh so the first match, the first match that kind of pops out to me is bad, the bad bunny Damian Priest match. Hell yeah. Uh, fun match like he Fuck like yeah I, i'm like just just the moves that bad bunny was doing just just his willingness to just do stuff i was very impressed by but the execution of it was what really well done and then the hype was well done and some of the best crowd reactions we've gotten all year were, were at that event like we the 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 pop that um oh my god the puerto rico wrestling legend what's his name from the Baric los bariquas uh Sabio Vega. Vega. That could apply to got. a lot of people in that match that came right. running out Puerto Rican legends. And, yeah, and, Savio and Vega. Carlito. But the yeah. pop that he got, he has not been on American TV and who knows how long. But the pop that he got, like, I don't know. I I, I really appreciated that. And it shows 
you gotta touch you gotta go to these other countries like the the the, the international wrestling fan base has been rabid forever you know what i mean especially the uk and you know you know hispanic places like they've loved wrestling so uh so that's like for me one of the big mad big um matches that stand out for me i will say i, I think so i guess going back to like the the two th the two people that, that really stick out for me this year trick williams and uh carmelo hayes uh Hell yeah i think that they're i think that they're i was really kind of i don't know off with nxt 2.0 last year and i think that they've kind of i think they've done a really good 180 in terms of the, sh the whole show is about building stars and I think that you're getting these consistent uh, storylines, you know, into building them. And there's something that is worth looking forward to whenever they implode. So that's what I'm, you know, I think those are like my two guys, you know, the two guys I'm looking forward to, you know, most. And they're, and they're, I don't even, you know, they're, they're ongoing, you know, on, on, on and off storyline that they've had throughout the year. And wrestler of the year. I got a feeling we might pick the same person, but. Go ahead. Okay. I, since since Dev already stole Dev already stole my match of the year, my show of the year, maybe. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. Wrestler of the year. Okay, so we're talking strictly male wrestler of the year, correct? No, it could be it could be we don't we don't we don't separate so the your wrestler of the year. Yeah. Okay. Um so I think probably the first half of the year I would have said Will Ospreay without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I think that the second half of the year, Brian Danielson reminded yeah. us why he was the greatest to ever do it. Um, and you know me, I might be a little biased on that one. Um, but I'm, I'm probably going to have to say it's Brian. Um, I do want to throw in Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey was hands down the wrestler of the year last year in 2022. And he continued to put together just an incredible catalog of matches, probably, you know, wrestling in dozens of different promotions so like his name always deserves to be thrown into this discussion because he's just incredible but i think i think it's got to be brian i mean i really do do you have a, a favorite match of the year or the first match that sticks out in your mind from this past year okay so since i was sitting here thinking about it there's been a handful of matches and and you know, I, I'm not a person that remembers all the matches on every card. Like, that is not my strong suit as a wrestling fan. I'm actually pretty terrible with that. Um, so just thinking about matches that really stood out to me this year. Um, Alex, uh, actually, it was Mike Bailey and Will Ospreay had a match in Impact that was absolutely outstanding. The show is escaping me. It might have even been Bound for Glory. Um, I could be wrong on that, but the, the match was just absolutely incredible. Um, Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. from Wrestle Dream, I thought was incredible from start to finish. Um, and then, of course, the two Osprey Omega matches, I think, were the top two of the year. I would say for me, the Wrestle Kingdom match might have been just a hair better. Um, again, that might be just me biased because Omega went over on that one. Um, that's my guy. But those those two matches, I think especially the Wrestle Kingdom one for me would probably be top match of the year. True. Oh, do you, okay, you had a couple of them. True. Wrestler of the year and any uh, honorable mentions, anybody else you'd like to talk about? And we can come back around, folks. And then if, you, if there's something you th else you thought of, somebody else you want to talk about, a match you want to talk about, totally down um, with it. I got I got three people that 
I lean towards. Um, the first to me, uh, in AEW, I, I go up with Danielson. Uh, Danielson has had, you know, his match with Roosh, his match with uh, MJF, um, Zack Sabre Jr. Pretty much everything that Danielson has pretty much done this year uh, has been great, and that's pretty much every year. So, um, you know, I, I like to separate it a little bit and kind of, you know, look at everybody from different different shows. So, um, you know, AEW in terms of like Dynamite and Collision, I would go with uh, Danielson. Um, for the women, I would say Athena is my pick. Um, I thought Athena was great. I have said and said on this show, I've told people in AEW, get her ass off of Ring of Honor and get her on Collision Dynamite. <laughs> and they, some of the people there feel the same way that I do. So I was like, okay, well, you know, make it happen. Um, but I think Athena's awesome. I think she has really gotten to this role, especially with the whole minion, you know, little minion thing. And um, I think it was a bad idea for, for her to go over um, Billy Starks at the last pay-per-view because I think she should have dropped the belt, moved on. But um, I guess, and let's, let's, this will this will be out, what, tomorrow? Because that's yeah, tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, so I guess we'll, you know, I guess we'll eventually see what, what happens with Ring of Honor and what, what what's next. Um, by the time we're back for the next episode, we'll probably have a little bit more of an idea. But um, Athena definitely for WWE. I didn't, you know, you're right. I don't watch a ton of WWE with Gunther. I still call him Walter. But Gunther, did I say it right? Gunther, Gunther. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Such a fucking workhorse all year, man. man God he damn. is. That dude is fucking amazing. And I remember seeing him kind of, you know, before he got to WWE and I would hear about Walter and hear about him. And I just, you know, kind of whatever. I, I was just like, ah, who's this guy? And then I started paying attention. And especially when I wasn't watching wrestling on a regular basis. Um, and he's been killing it. I still think that triple threat from WrestleMania, uh, I still my personal pick for the match, the best match of you know, the year. And he's had... I mean, the matches with uh, Gable were, were great. Um, like I said, I haven't watched a whole lot of WWE, but uh, everything I've seen him do has been great. So I think those they're the, they're the three. Um, you know, uh, I know Ange mentioned like Osprey uh, a little a little bit too. I I, I love what Osprey's done uh, done this year. Um, if Omega was a little more active singles wise, I think I would have probably picked Omega too because he's you know he just was kind of wrapped up in the Don Callis crap and other stuff. And so, I mean, for yeah. how little he was on there, he still managed to get three match of the year contenders. With oh, the two he, with the, the two with Osprey and then the one with MJF on collision. Yeah. He, he's man. Look, mm-hmm. uh, Omega's, you know, Omega's one crazy. of my, one of my all time. That's one of my all time, uh, all time favorites. One of the greatest to me, but uh, like I said, I just don't, I wish we would have got more Kenny Omega and maybe less, golden elite versus don Callis, or these different tag teams or you know but he like I say, he's had great he's had great matches all year so he he's just kind of like an honorable mention him and osprey and i and i still think their match at wrestle kingdom is probably my pick for matches like my match of the year probably but I, I have to look at it again and like go over it but it's probably my pick so pretty much all of mine have been have been said already. I'm gonna do a little uh, a mention, but there's like a number of people that I'd like to talk about. Um, as far as like they're all in contention for me, 
but probably my lead. We got we're, we're we got a three in a row. Brian Danielson, my wrestler of the year. Um, you know the matches that you mentioned, just amazing. One of my favorite wrestlers. I don't know if he quite had the the output this year as he did last year, but um, the match with Roosh. Roosh is one of my favorites. Amazing fucking match. Two amazing matches with Kingston. He's killing it on the promos all the fucking time. Uh, the match with with uh, MJF. I mean, just you fucking name it. Pretty much, uh, you know. The match with Okada didn't, but well, he, you know, he broke his arm. So obviously, um, my actual he participated in what is by a hair my match of the year. The strap match with Ricky Starks, which was. Ooh fucking killer too <laughs> which for me um barely edged out uh swerve against hangman in the the no holds barred and uh and also barely edged out Rhea and charlotte at wrestlemania i fucking love that match so fucking much um but yeah danielson is my wrestler of the year he's in multiple matches that are right up there in contention for match of the year for me um killed on promos just just did everything dude is the lifeblood and the backbone of aew lucky to have him honorable mentions kind of already mentioned some people here and there that you could probably guess swerve strickland i'm surprised it's the first time his name has come up meteoric rise a bunch of fantastic performances showing that he deserves the fucking rocket that's been strapped to him um match of the year contender with hangman uh a bunch of great stuff earlier on in the year you know he really stepped up had a great match you know they're they put him out there with staying for a reason um He's done a bunch of awesome things this year. True mentioned her, Athena. Main attraction, two match of the year contenders down there in Ring of Honor that nobody's ever fucking seen, but she's banging them out. Um, Easily one of the most consistent and off-the-page performers that we've had all year this year, over and over. Get her the fuck off of Ring of Honor. My God. She deserves to be up there killing it on the main roster with the rest of these ladies. And my fourth, going carrying over from the match of the year contenders, Rhea Ripley. Um, amazing, amazing match at WrestleMania. Uh, had other solid outings defending her title at other pay-per-views. Um, I really liked the match with Zoe Stark here recently. Um, never fails to put on a show anytime she goes out there, even if she has to carry her opponent a little bit. She, I, as a person who their formative wrestling years was in the 80s um her selling is like from another fucking era she's so fucking good and she's so she has this way of of still being a monster but knowing when to make herself look like a complete fucking fool at the same time the way she sells interaction yeah the way she sells a ddt the way she sells certain moves who makes her look like a complete fucking idiot but shit she's so good and always completely in control of it um i have to mention ray ripley my because every time i watch her i'm like god damn ray ripley is so fucking good at what she's doing um show of the year dev kind of brought it up i'm a big big you know i'm a big mark for crowd heat for passion in the crowd i fucking loved backlash so much that show was so fucking fun and so insane from the opening bell to the end. Definitely moment of the year has got to be that Bad Bunny entrance. That was so fucking crazy. That was just, that was pandemonium from another era. 
watching that entrance and the crowd being with it and reacting to every little thing that happened. The match was so fucking fun. All of the run-ins, all of the pops. It was just a fucking blast. I loved, loved, loved WWE Backlash. And I would encourage anybody, if you're not even a WWE person still, like go seek it out. Go check it out. Uh, it brings to mind another show that I really enjoyed, though. And me and Ange are going to link up on this a little bit because it's one of our another one of our shared favorite wrestlers was uh-huh. Elimination Elimination Chamber from Montreal with Sammy. That match was a fucking blast. That show was a fucking blast. Incredible, incredible, incredible emotion in that main event. I had so much fucking fun. Sammy definitely would have would have been up there for Wrestler of the Year if they hadn't kind of bizarrely sort of cooled him off um since the whole bloodline thing although i will say he and kevin owens uh in the pittsburgh street fight put on another very close to match of the year contender that was one of the craziest fucking wwe no dq matches i've seen in a very fucking long time um yeah loved that as well uh any any thoughts from any of you guys on any of the stuff that i laid out so I'm mean, gonna have to defer. Well, to you you've guys. made me want to go back and watch the, the Elimination Chamber match. I, I don't yeah. watch any WWE, but I do try to keep up with what Sammy and Kevin are doing because I I love them both, two of my all time favorites. So, um, y- you've piqued my interest with going back and watching that. It might be a little too late, I guess, to capture the emotion. But you didn't you um, didn't watch it. I was at I think I was at an H two O show that night. Like I was at oh an my- indie show. But you, I was tossing around no. in my head like, oh, do I want to watch this? Like, at least turn it on to watch yes. Sammy's match. Like, yes. I was at it. It was so fucking good. It was so fucking good. Old school. Old school type heat. Dev, you sound like you had uh, some thoughts. Yeah, so so I was going to say, I have to defer to you guys as far as the AEW. I missed a lot. I missed out a lot. One name I didn't hear mentioned, I think, deserved, like, some honorable mention, Samoa Joe. I think that, like... Uh, I think yep. all things, I think, I think, you know, you look at it just a few years ago, we were saying, people were saying his career is done. He's done. And he's, he's back and he's, he's just stayed consistent. He's been on a consistent run since the end of last year, at, you know, the TV champion run and everything. I, I, I enjoyed, he had a no DQ match this year with Darby Allen. I really liked, I liked the match he had with Punk, oh, at, yeah. um, uh, you know, in Wembley. Uh, so he definitely deserves honorable mention. I'm also a fan of Orange Cassidy. Um, he, he's, you know, one of the longest, running champions in AEW and he's just consistent, you know? So those are like my two, my two like honorable mentions for AEW. I don't have a whole lot of opinions, you know, to give, I, I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? As far as who you guys said is like your top, top name, Danielson, Omega. As far as, um, oh, and I deadly forgot. Will Ospreay, fucking Kenny Omega, definitely top five matches of the year. That was fucking a thing of beauty. Great story. Just, Fuck yes. Um, Samoa Joe, I feel like you could just throw him in the top five every single year. Every single year. Nothing Samoa Joe ever does is anything less than like fucking elite. Like fantastic promos, always. Great matches, always. Like nothing Samoa Joe ever does is less than a nine out of 10, if not a 10 out of 10. He is so fucking good. It has been for so damn long. I love that we made sure to get in some Samoa Joe props. 
while this is going because he is so goddamn good. Um, would anybody here, Angie? I know you, you you watch you watch all the AEW as well, right? 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 Yep. 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 Would anybody here yep. be the least bit upset or think it out of line if he did take that belt tomorrow or tonight, as it will be released? I- I am hoping. I know it is a very long shot, but my God, I will mark out in my living room like a child if they put the belt on Samoa Joe. Like I would be hyped for that. There's nothing. There's nothing that would be at a place for it because he could carry the belt. His segments would fucking rock. His matches would fucking rock. He's completely fucking believable. Like there's nothing about it that would be untoward and really kind of more fit with the original vision of think what we all felt like we were signing up for when AEW started. Dev, did you have something on that? Yes. So as far as that, I think it's like, I don't think what is there, like what, what, you know what I'm saying? What are we waiting on as far as MGF's world title run that we haven't gotten, you know, already, you know what I mean? I think we might as well, you know what I mean? I think that they've kind of botched this whole devil storyline it's really fun it started off really fun you know his, his storyline with adam cole and everything but i think it's dragged on a bit too long it's, it's time to move on let's 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 do some other things and even if even if the next thing is mjf chasing for the world title this whole last year has been building him up as a super huge face they really like him and he, i mean he hasn't hasn't had to change much of his style to, to be this really you know liked face so do the chase, you know, like you said. And Samoa Joe is super versatile. He can do the vil- He can just he could be an incredible villain if if they give that to him. So I I don't see why not. True thoughts. Any honorable mentions? Any thoughts on anybody else mentioned Samoa Joe? Um, uh, I think Samoa Joe is great. Um, his year has been interesting to me. Um. Kind of, uh, he was a TV champ and uh, kind of really didn't go anywhere. I think he had a decent, uh, pretty decent match with Shane Shane Taylor at yep. uh, All Out. Um, I thought his match at Grand Slam with Max was okay. It's like it's pretty good, but like I don't know. Just also uh, just very busy during during that time, so I missed so I missed a lot of what was going on uh, at the time with um with all of that. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think Samoa Joe's done pretty good. Um, I don't know. There's not really too many people I think that I, I come to mind. Um, I know that they released uh ESPN's end of the year thing, and they had Cody as the wrestler of the year for men, and I believe Rhea Ripley for the wrestler of the year for the uh, women. I thought that was interesting. Um, I I make. I make no kind of everybody knows my feelings on Cody. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not, not, I would never put Cody in the, in the list of people that I enjoyed or thought was the best wrestler uh, of the year. Uh, Rhea Ripley, I've maybe seen two matches of hers and they weren't like really good matches. So I can't really speak, but I feel like if, if ESPN labels, you know, list uh, somebody, you know, I think, uh, you kind of have to give mild credence to what they say. Um, I think honestly, I think Julia's been great this year. Nobody's yep. really, uh, absolutely. You know, I think she's been awesome. And um, man, it like there's a lot. There's been a lot of good wrestlers. I'm trying to think. Is there anybody that I'm like, 
missing. It's it's hard because like I watched uh, I watched a good amount of uh, AEW, and AEW. It's like there's so many wrestlers who I would love to say had a great year, but their booking was so uneven that I can't really be like, oh, because I thought um, at the middle of the year, I thought Ricky Starks was going to take off and have a phenomenal, uh, you know, second half of the year. And he's, he's done a good, you know, he's tag team champ is good, but um, I, I just, this booking just hasn't been been right to me, but I loved his whole you know, his stuff with Punk, his stuff with Danielson, I thought that was great. And I think if he wasn't stuck in the Jericho vortex uh, when when the year, I think when the year started, I think he would have had uh, a great year overall. But um, um I, ge- I guess you got to mention Max too, right? A little bit, you know, the storyline aside, I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of the devil storyline right now, but uh, I before he was back before he got banged up because he's pretty he's really he's like he's legit really banged up right now. But before he got really banged up, I thought he was knocking out the park with his matches. Um, outside of the all in main event, uh, which I wasn't too too fond of it, but I, I you know I was there for the uh the first the first Adam Cole MJF match in DC, and I thought that was awesome. The whole time limit thing. I thought that was an awesome match. And obviously the Danielson match um was great. We don't get to see MJF wrestle like a whole whole lot, but when 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 he does, usually uh he's usually pretty good. So that's that's the only people, like I said, I, I'm trying to make sure I don't forget people that kind of toss out. But um no. My issue kind of no. with MJF is it's just that I never believed in any of those matches that there was any peril. Of it, of it ending. I, I just, it just never got me to believe it. Um, and you I believe it now, right? Then I believe it now. It's probably a good. It's probably a good thing. Cam isn't out here right now. <laughs> be, be too, too good to be true. Too be too good to be true. If if if, if it was over, so <laughs> as, 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 it's, it's good. Cam's not out here. It's good. Cam would have to raffle his. He, he definitely would raffle his boy. Um. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Ange. Uh, I'm ready for a new champion. I'd love to see Samoa Joe, uh, walk away with the AEW world world title. And I, cause I, I don't think it'd be a long term reign anyway. I think it's a transitional thing, probably just to a revolution. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's time. I think it's time for a new champ in AEW. It, I will time. say, I will say, uh, MJF has lived up to the hype on the mic all year. Um. I've never, most of the, the, you know, there's been plenty of times where we were about to record and he would be out there, you know, him going, going against Jay White on the mic or people like that. Whenever he has somebody good to like really go with, I'm like, Oh wait, let's wait till, let's wait till the segment's over. He's lived up to the hype on the mic. Um, Just none of the matches really. The Adam Cole stuff was just, just, was just not my, not my cup of tea. And boy, did it go on for a long fucking time. Um, <laughs> uh, honorable mention to that that uh, that Vikingo Black Taurus fucking match from like just a couple of weeks ago. Because holy fucking shit, <laughs> that was fucking insane. One of the better you know lucha matches mm. in America for many many years. Um, so I did want to shout that out. If you should hook up, if you're interested in that, get you a little honor club. Nine ninety nine. Jump on there and check it out. It's worth it just for that match because that was fucking bananas. Um, 
So <laughs> and agree it's Angie like that patch. <laughs> oh, that was so good. So good. <laughs> so show of the year. Um I think Deb was kind of kind of going in on it. Uh I agree. I love I just loved backlash so much. Um Dev, what's your show of the year? Yeah, I, I agree. Backlash. I think I think and that and I mean I think maybe we'll touch on it, you know, with with the you know WWE being bought by Endeavor and and everything. I think we could we should be looking at backlash as kind of like the future of where these pay-per-views are well, PLEs are going to be going as far as if and that's the other thing with backlash is it got all this mainstream attention because it was so good and you had all these names coming in and stuff like that there was the nostalgia trick you had a mainstream artist coming in i think that if that's how you want you know what i mean people to come and to make it more of a spectacle for outside of wrestling fans i think backlash i think they need to take notes and you got a show of the year you're gonna give us something a little little off the off the radar here don't be afraid i mean yeah, here's the thing is I watch a lot of independent wrestling, right? And it is apples and oranges to like the WWE, AEW, New Japan universe, you know, with the big shows and the pay-per-views. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom was great. Forbidden Door was great. Wrestle Dream was great. Um, I, I didn't watch Backlash. It sounds like that was like a phenomenal pay-per-view to it's watch. So fucking um, fun. You got to check it out. Yeah, and see, I would encourage folks, like, get out to an indie show, watch indie shows. There's, I could probably list off a dozen shows where it's just, if you talk about it, and again, apples to oranges, it's not 20,000 people. It might be 500 people or 2,000 people, depending on the size of it, with just absolute electric energy from start to finish. So there's, like, the stuff that GCW puts together, like, during WrestleMania weekend for the collective like watch a Joey Janela's spring break. That is wild. doesn't matter which year, pick a year, go watch it. It is insane. Um, just with the crowds and, and the matches that they put on and the, and the people that they bring in. So, you know, that kind of stuff for me always stands out like the smaller shows. I'm a huge deathmatch wrestling fan. Like I will always say on my drive to Atlantic city tournament of survival is my favorite day of the year. Um, you know, so like shows like that, I always get so excited to, to go see. Um, and there's just a lot of smaller companies that are putting on incredible shows. And again, I know it's a very different feel, a very different thing. Um, but definitely, uh, don't forget the indie shows. They put on so some good you, shit too. So what do you think? I guess what are, what are the promotions to look out for? I've been here. I mean, indie promotion. I've heard DPW is 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 you know getting getting some buzz. I yeah, they have. I haven't, and I think they're on their own like streaming service. So I haven't accessed any of their stuff. Um, like I I have an IWTV subscription. Um, like I'm a huge H2O fan. I go to most of their shows live. That's Matt Tremont's promotion based out of New Jersey. Um, mm -hmm. a lot of up and coming kids there. He he had a wrestling school. He's got a lot of kids that you might see in the future. Um, of course, GCW. I think everybody knows about GCW now. Um ICW No Holds Barred, if you're into death matches, if that's your thing, all their shows are done in, in the chains. They have chains instead of ropes, so it's they have a different look and feel um, to their shows. Love what they're doing. Um, Prestige from the West Coast, um, 
they they put on great shows. That is your standard traditional wrestling matches. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about Defy, which I think most people have heard about Defy now too, uh, from the Pacific Northwest. Um, might be man, hearing. A, you might be hearing. A, you might be hearing more about it on this here podcast here soon. Isn't that right, Trey? Oh, there we go. The way they yeah. film their, uh, I like yeah. the way they film their matches. Yeah. Like if you go on YouTube, like very professionally, very professional shot. Like you know, upload really, really nice. Sure, sure. Yeah, some great stuff. I mean, Restival is going on from Worcester this weekend. Um, Beyond Wrestling hooked up with a lot of different indie promotions, um, putting on some shows this weekend on IWTV. So lots of stuff going on, lots of good. Um, and there's probably some that I'm forgetting. I'm trying to think of stuff off the top of my head. But I mean, really, there's just a ton of stuff, um, local stuff to access all over the country um, with the American independence True. What about you? Show of the year. Uh, um, that's a tough one. Um, hmm. I really got to think about it because um, maybe, maybe Forbidden Door. Maybe. Um, that's probably the only. I like, gotta be honest, like. I've this year has been a blur for me in many ways. Uh, Eric, you you know very well. <laughs> um, at least the second half of it for sure. Um, I can't remember a show that I watched that made me go like, "Yo, this entire show was dope from start to finish." Um, I would I would just say for Ben Door probably would be, um, probably be the one. Uh, you know, Kojima and Punk was was great um omega osprey obviously great um obviously the danielson okada thing didn't go like uh you know um like we wanted it to happen then so i was a little disappointed you know get a little disappointed by some of the some of the stuff that uh some of the stuff that didn't happen like you wanted it to but i can't i can't really think i mean aw has some good shows this year um I think All In was pretty decent uh, outside of a couple. Um, I like WrestleMania Night 1. I think WrestleMania Night 1 was pretty good. Um, other than that, I'll be honest, man, I don't have many shows. I would probably I mean, just that's, go... that's three. You're good. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, there's no, like, none of these shows have stuck out like, this is the this is the best show. Like, this is the best show. Uh, but I, I'll just say Forbidden Door, probably. I had to choose one just Forbidden Door just because it was probably the show that I enjoyed enjoyed the most, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, All In was cool. Uh, All In has my probably my favorite, my favorite personal match of the year, uh, which is the opening match of All In. Um, that's my personal favorite match of the year just because what it represents uh it's it's fucking awesome to me for so many reasons <laughs> so um yeah no that, that's i'd probably go for big door yeah so for me uh said earlier backlash elimination chamber uh money in the bank was pretty good too wrestlemania uh forbidden door wrestle dream um i think those would be my picks as well definitely go check them out um what 
so I guess to me, I'll do this first so I can give an example of what I mean because I do a bad job of explaining it. What things do you think are the biggest things that biggest takeaways from the year 2023 uh, in wrestling? I think um, it's kind of flown under the radar just because it feels like we just get inundated with insane bullshit weekly. Uh, if you're online, um, Angie's the only person out of us that's blessed enough to have a life and not be terminally online. Um, <laughs> but uh, to me, I think it kind of flew under the radar that, you know, WWE sold. Like that is truly for people who've been watching this and been involved in this for as long as uh, some, of the, some of us older folks on this podcast has. That is that is just fucking unthinkable. It's literally unbelievable, unthinkable that that actually happened, that McMahon actually sold, that he actually has a boss. And furthermore, he's really just a, a name on a payroll now. He doesn't really control anything. He doesn't really do anything. And every minute goes by and never moves a little closer to showing him the door. Every indication has given has been given as that. To me, that's the biggest, craziest thing to happen this year. In wrestling, the man who bought out everybody has been bought out. Uh, Dev, what about you? Biggest takeaway from the year 2023 in wrestling? I would agree. I think... I think from like, cause we, you know, we, we, we were just discussing like the moments. I think like, I think it's been kind of a stop gap, you know, in terms of like, we, we just talking wrestling, but in terms of business, I think you, I think years from now, we possibly will be looking at it similar to like the year, like 97 and how that was like a huge transitional year into like the attitude era, for, for example, there's a lot of big business done this year. Not, not only with just WWE, um, not to be funny, but like NWA, they got it. They they were on. They got a TV deal. AEW went to Wembley. Like there's like business being done. You know what I mean? Like they're you know wrestling companies are making moves. So I, I don't know. I think I just think that we'll we'll see. We'll continue to see more of that. Andrew, what about you? Takeaways from 2023. I didn't want to do promotion of the year because we kind of depending on how you look at wrestling, I guess we would all probably have to say WWE and all feel really dirty about it. So yeah. we're just going to, we're just going to bypass that. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. One company is doing record breaking numbers every single week. And one company is on a pretty big downtrend in their numbers. So like, what are you, what are you going to do? Um, but, and what do you take away from 2023? Oh my. I'm going to keep it more lighthearted on the business end. And what I take away is that, Tony Khan gives us great entrance music. That man bought the rights <laughs> yeah. to the final countdown. And yes. I like completed my life for those of us who follow independent wrestling or watch folks before they're on TV and they get to come out to their old theme songs. Um, for yeah, me, RVD like that, too. that was fucking cool too, wasn't it? Right. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm telling you, like for Both me, the that, same those year. are my two. Both of the same year for you. Final countdown and RVD. Like, thinking, like, is the, right. Like is the world ending? What is happening to me right now? Like the final countdown and walk in the same, like in the same like month or two, it was too. It was like pretty close in time. So for me, the takeaway is that uh, Tony gets the little things and I appreciate that. Yeah, true. Take away from 2023. Go ahead and talk about. 
Uh, talk about your your favorite real real life storyline <laughs> one last time. What storyline would that be? I don't oh, know. <laughs> maybe some That's... the way some things were handled backstage with some people and some things. Oh, I got I got a lot to say. I I got a lot to say about that. Actually, uh, it's funny when when Ange mentioned uh, Tony Khan and theme music, I almost had a. Uh, muffin moment of my own for a second um <laughs> for a couple reasons uh honestly my takeaway from 2023 in professional wrestling is that although we have our phones glued to our hands quite often i learned that a lot of wrestling fans need to go outside that is my takeaway from 2023 a lot of wrestling fans need to go outside um, also, like I said, wrestling is supposed to be entertainment. You know, it's it's fun, and um, you know, I enjoy watching professional wrestling. When I watch, uh, you know, um, when I watch Dynamite and the Continental Classic, that's fun. When I watch uh, this, that, and the other, it's fun. What's not fun is the bullshit of this business, which I have had the unfortunate pleasure of dealing with this off and on for the last 12 years of being involved uh, in professional wrestling um, outside of being a fan, outside of just being a fan. So um, I've, my takeaway is that nothing changes. Nothing changes in professional wrestling. That is my takeaway. Not going to go too much into the uh, real life storyline that, that went down, but I'll say my, my takeaway is that if you lose a job, you can always find another that is my takeaway for sure. You know, never, never be so loyal to a company uh, that will fire your ass at any given moment because there's always a different opportunity, sometimes a better opportunity out there. So um, and I probably need to hear that for sure, personally, uh, as well. There's always another opportunity out there no matter what. So that's my biggest takeaway, especially like I said, this is all wrestling stuff. It's all wrestling stuff, I think. Um Without saying what I wanted to say, <laughs> um, what I was gonna say, you know, I'm not not gonna, you know, it's 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 a new year, it's a new year. We're going with a clean slate, you know, try to be as positive as as possible. Um, but no, this this business has not changed. Um, you know, there are people in it that do good good things, some good things, uh, some not so good, and I think, um, you know. Business is just the business. And when you remove yourself from it and you just watch the TV show and just enjoy it, I think it's a lot, a lot better that way, a lot easier. That's my takeaway. So speaking of the positivity carrying over into the year 2024, Big Dev, what are – you got some some things you're looking for you think might happen 2024? Uh Breakout, breakout, wrestlers. Who's who's got next? Well, we need so Carmelo Hayes, Trick. We mentioned him. Braun Breaker. We, we should expect to see them called up. Um, I expect to see um, what else? Of course, the crowning of Cody Rhodes. Um, I think with CM Punk back in WWE, I think it's probable that he will be our next World Heavyweight Champion. Looking forward to that. Like, I think. So like, you know, I think this is a very transitional year. You know what I mean? So like, so like uh, going off of what you said, you know, wrestling hasn't changed. I agree, I think, but to, you know, to, to go even further, it's like a cycle. So I think we're 
in an up period right now. Overall, not you know, I'm saying not each company is up, but I think we're in a in an up period. So there, I think next year, I think it will be. I think it'll be really good next year. I think we'll, we'll have we're see, we're going to see the culmination of a lot of things that we we've been waiting to build up and see. So I don't know. You're you're right on. I think um, I, I'm going to piggyback off of that. I think the 97 thing is a, is a great uh, comparison to 2023, and I think 2024 has a chance to be our our new 1998, our new 1999. Um, I think because we're 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 steadily, you know, like I said, WWE's hitting these new these new um, benchmarks for for income and success week after week after week. It's going to be more and more confidence in the Triple H, more and more freedom. Um, they're working out these TV deals. Who knows? We might even get to see Raw, you know, maybe change its format a little bit, maybe go back to two hours. Uh, there's a lot. And then AEW, you know, there's there's as much as we talk in frustration on this podcast regularly, the talent is there. The people who want to do good are there. And I mean that in front of the camera and behind the camera. I don't think anybody is there. Uh doing stuff that kind of sucks on purpose. Uh, I think they're trying their best. The talent's there. The will is there. The the want to do good is there. So they could always turn around. They could always get this thing headed right back up. Um, that's all in place. So I think that's there. Uh, I think there's some other companies. I think the more and more that these companies prove good things, do great numbers, I think there's good chance that we could see another, uh, you know, a third brand on a major TV deal. Uh, hopefully we get, personally, I would hope for MLW. That's our, that's kind of a, mine and just little, little, little hometown, uh, promotion, <laughs> home area Damn. promotion. I love a lot of people that work there. Shout out Alex Kane, friend of the show, uh, the world champion over there, but you know, anyway, I hope somebody else gets another, you know, we get another third brand on TV and we just keep going. We just keep going and keep going. And I think that really has the chance to happen. Um, you hear a lot of, you know, fucking dweebs online to boom period, boom period. But like, we really could be on the precipice of that next boom period, uh, especially with punk heading back to WWE and them looking like they want to handle this the right way. That's going to be going to catch a lot of fire in WWE. Um, and my personal, you know, one of my personal picks for another, they're going to get another crack at it in the AEW. I think they have another potential megastar on their hands. Um, and people are going to, you know, again, nerds online are gonna be like what do you mean he was already a major star a major star in america i think will osprey fucking killed it both times that he was on when he had the chance to do that promo when he had the match at russell dream in front of everybody over here i think that guy could be mega mega fucking bucks next year for aw um i really do all the tools are there if he's used properly i think that could be fucking huge for them among other people that they already have on the roster ready to go, they just need to utilize properly. And um, you already shouted out some of those those promotions people don't know about. Is there anything else you think is going to be a could break out next year? What you're looking forward to in 2024? Break out. Um, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I don't I don't watch any WWE stuff, so I can't really speak on. But you guys got that part covered, so I can't really speak on anything. There is a. Uh, who do you um, think from from your promotions that you like? Who do you think has potential to to jump on one of the main uh, brands, one of the main promotions, yeah, like, and become a big star? So, okay, like I watch every minute of AEW. I I actually thoroughly enjoy what they do. Um, not saying it's perfect, but I I 
am entertained all the time. And I, you know, would love to see some of my independent folks um, get a shot on there. So Nick Wayne was the big one this year. Super excited. Um, Nick Wayne and Billy Starks to to be signed. And I thought that was awesome. Um, waiting on that. Um, I mean, Mike Bailey, Masha Slamovich, I believe they both have TNA contracts. So, I mean, they're under contract, but yeah. those are two two talent that are just so incredibly good. And, and I should have shouted out Masha when we were talking about wrestling over the year because that girl is incredible. Um, so, you know, the two of them just you know, getting more exposure, um, Brian Keith, getting some time. Hopefully yeah. there's a contract there. Like he was like the indie best kept secret. Right. Um, he's fantastic. Um, some of the younger folks like Tony Deppen is a guy that I absolutely love. He's done. He's been in ML. Has he made an appearance in MLW a few times? He was in ring of honor before that, you know, went under, um, he does GCW stuff. Tony's great. Man, he's great. I would love to see him get a little bit more time um, elsewhere on TV, some more exposure. Guys like that. Who do you think's gonna gonna make some waves in a twenty twenty four? I hope Commander continues to make uh, many great waves and he keeps <laughs> getting his theme song played hope on, television. on TV th- three times a week. Let's go! Yeah, I I, I certainly hope that. Um, and hope that I get my royalties off that. Um, uh, honestly, Daniel Garcia, that's it for me. Hell yeah. Um, I've been invested in Daniel Garcia's story, um, and everything that you know. I've accused him of you know running a burn account, a burner account, which over the last two years I've known him to have run like ten of them. Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's not hey. he's not fooling anybody. He, K-fabe, he's been in K-fabe, K-fabe. No, we, no, we, K-fabe, <laughs> K-fabe, K-fabe because he used to come into the spaces with us like 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 a year and a half ago in his burner account talk. So it's like, you know, like, but I, I I think he's got the talent. I think he he's getting the opportunity, and that's the guy for AW that I've always wanted to kind of see get a push the last year or two. Um, you know, when he, when he was going against uh, Danielson for that little little mini feud and and the whole building of you know whether he's going to join the jericho appreciation society or the uh bcc and i hated hated when they put him with the jericho appreciation society although that's kind of why we got the whole dancing dan thing and all that stuff but and a lot of the classic like promo moments too it it, i'll admit i was kind of like i don't fucking get this guy when it first started out because and it's one of those things where it was probably more of a of a symptom of the hype like when he got on there and he was on the show, I just was nonstop hearing about it on Twitter and on my Discord. Oh, fucking Daniel Garcia. And then it was like, what is it? Like good technical, but I'm like, I don't, I don't really get it. And then once he started to do the stuff with the JAS and he got to, it's not that, you know, Oh, it worked. They brought out his personality. It was, it was him putting his own spin on it right like the dance is hilarious because it's him the some of the lines and the way he said them are hilarious because it's it's him it's him putting his own spin on the stuff that they're doing um and that is kind of like that i was like oh now i get it and i and i have to say that's like some of my favorite wrestlers ever it was the exact same way uh where i was like i don't understand right and then after a couple of things or after i saw a couple of things it kind of clicked with me all at once i'm like Oh, I get it. I understand now. And Daniel Garcia definitely fits into that for me. One of my favorite wrestlers. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. 
Yeah. Um, outside of Daniel Garcia, uh, Commander, um, honestly, man, I would love to see, and, and I guess they've been around for a while, but I would love to see Top Flight get a tag team title run. Um, I know they got the action and dreading thing going on, so maybe they could do trios titles as well, but they just lost, uh, I believe, a trios titles match. Um, I, you know, like I said, th- there's just a lot of guys that I think have talent. Um, I think Ange mentioned Nick Wayne. Um, you know, I've seen some of his stuff kind of um, from Define and, and stuff like that. I think he's super, I think he's a super talented kid. I don't necessarily know what they're going to do with him in AEW in terms of like how they're going to structure his actual, his actual feuds once he starts actually getting, you know, an actual feud uh, that's, that's not being used to like, you know, push a, uh, Christian and in, 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 uh, Adam Copeland's thing. Um, and, and WWE for, for, for 2024, I guess, uh, uh, Kalani Jordan is in, 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 in NXT. I, and, and I know people know me. Um, I, I think Kalani is actually, she's actually really talented. I think she's uh, pretty athletic too. Um, I mean, I also think Lola Vice is another one. I like Trick Williams. I want to see what Trick Williams continues to do. I know he's not like new new, but I would love to see what Trick Williams gets to do on the main roster. Honestly, I'm I'm at that point where I would like to see it. Um, there's a couple other couple other names that uh like I've come I've come across and stuff like that. But for the most part, I, I think those are pretty much um the people that I'm looking for to have a breakout. 2024 in terms of people who are uh <laughs> not new uh anxious to see <laughs> what we get out of um a couple ladies that are kind of uh uh free agents if 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 we will um i know the buzz right now is all over social media because of uh Mercedes Monet and WWE having her talks fall apart. And uh, I can almost guarantee she's going to end up somewhere for a regular contract. I think doing the one year thing of kind of freelancing and she got injured. I think she's going to do one year freelancing and probably sign with somebody. Um, if, if I had to guess, of course. Um, I know De- uh, Deanna. Deanna, I think Deanna mm-hmm. is probably done with TNA Impact, I think. So um curious to see where she ends up i haven't i have an idea where i think she's gonna end up but uh yeah i I, you know um 2024 is gonna be and i know i know erica kind of you know sarcastically mentioned the the boom period stuff but i think anytime you're going into a year where a company's television rights are coming up and uh and that kind of for both companies uh major companies and when you have you know not only major companies um you you have talent that their contracts are up sean spears just left aw um qt marshall just left aw it's kind of interesting right all of the guys that were kind of like cody's people slowly leaving aw just think that's really funny uh and just it's a coincidence right just just a coincidence so um, AEW is going through some personal changes right now. Um, can't really say too much about where that's headed. Um, but I think 
the personnel changes in, in terms of the front office and kind of the direction. They have a whole, whole whole team of people that are working together there. So I think we'll see some interesting free agents come to AEW. I think we'll see uh, some people you might not expect to leave AEW go to WWE as well. Uh, and some people you may expect. So I think this is the year. Uh, I think 2024 is going to be a really good year. That's about all I can really say. I think it's going to be a really good year for so many reasons. So um, definitely anxious to see what uh, what happens from 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 this point on. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I'll say. Well, your breakout media company is going to be Dar Sports Media. We will be Goddamn places. Right. We will be places. You will see our faces. Oh, dropping bars again. <laughs> We're going to be out there. We're going to be places. Uh, lots of cool stuff in development for us. Uh, drop some hints about it. Maybe during this show um, is up, 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 and up uh, for us. We got a lot of cool stuff coming down the road for everyone. Uh, we want to thank everybody for an awesome first year of doing this. Um, been more successful than the it's been a rapid rise and that has incurred some some entanglements for us or some obstacles or some some funny some funny business but uh it's been an awesome rise it's been an awesome some haters uh, and... <laughs> some haters <laughs> but we I got the, will... I got the work ethic that's why I, that's why it's been so fast so salute to y'all just keep it up <clears throat> And we're that's appreciative sure. of all the awesome people that we have in association with us, like that the dude here. Uh, so, like I said a couple weeks ago, um, it's okay. Don't matter how you got how you feel about it out there, because the cream rises to the top. World of Dar never stops. <laughs>